Hello, nerds! Welcome to another episode of Hopelessly Nerdy. My name is Monica. You may know me from Pokemon Go social media as Anthissa21, or Pokemon Go itself as Anthissa. Either way, thanks for joining me. We've got some interesting news going on, some Marvel rumors, some video game rumors, and uh, some interesting stuff from Margot Robbie regarding Harley Quinn and uh, what we could possibly see eventually going on with her character, hopefully. First, I'm going to start, however, with some Pokemon news. Target has recently announced that they are no longer doing trading card sales, including Pokemon and sports cards as well, due to concerns for the safety of their employees. This, of course, is coming on the heels of Walmart making a similar announcement, not just last week. Honestly, it's sad and upsetting that this has happened, Unfortunately, it is not surprising. This has basically gone off the rails where obtaining these cards is concerned. And if it's gotten to the point where it is no longer safe to sell these cards in a physical shop, then that says a lot about what's going on. And I believe the majority of it is scalpers and flippers looking to make a buck on getting packs and flipping them. I did see an, uh, an Instagram story earlier tonight where a retailer was selling them online but was allowing it through password for password protected signups for a new set of Pokemon cards that was dropping. It's It's gotten sad that this is what has happened, that they are now being treated like this. It reeks of Beanie Baby and Tickle Me Elmo throwback feels, you know? It, if you're old enough to remember any of that, if you're not, a quick Google search will help you. Although, um, be prepared, it's not pretty. You think Black Friday is bad? This is getting pretty horrible regarding this. Uh, Target made this announcement after a fight broke out in the parking lot between customers trying to get their hands on Pokemon cards. So hopefully things will eventually die down, but being as it is Pokemon's 25th anniversary, I highly, highly doubt it. All right, let's talk some video game rumors and possibilities. E3 is on the horizon. I do want to cover some of the new releases that we're going to hear about as they come up. Totally excited for that. Among those are a couple of rumors that we might get announcements dropped during E3. One of which being a Sonic console game. A brand new Sonic the Hedgehog console game could be in the works for next year. This was done, I believe, during like an investor's day. And the comment was made about a new console game possibly being announced at some point. There was also a reference made to the fact that people were pointing out that Sega has been releasing more mobile games than console games. So this should be interesting. Of course, it all depends on whether or not the game ends up being good. I've heard mixed reviews about Sonic Forces. I'm enjoying it at the moment, but uh, we'll see what happens there. So look forward to the possibility of a Sonic the Hedgehog E3 announcement. 
Keep your fingers crossed. I've got mine crossed. Another E3 announcement we could possibly be getting. A brand new Donkey Kong game being developed by the team behind Super Mario Odyssey. Now, I didn't get to play Odyssey, but uh, my siblings do want to play it. And it looks really good and very interesting. So we'll see what happens. Originally, the games were put out in the 90s by a company called Rare until Rare got purchased by Xbox. So Nintendo has been trying to figure out how to go about doing the the next Donkey Kong games after then. They did team up with another third-party developer, uh, Texas-based Retro Studios, which did uh, Donkey Kong Country Returns and Donkey Kong Tropical Freeze. This one looks to be like the new one is going to be in-house. So this should be really interesting. I do like the idea of them going through their own developers to bring a new one to life. And as for the Donkey Kong Country title, according to the leak released by NintendoLife.com, it looks like the country title is going to be dropped as Donkey Kong has pretty much established its own series using that title. So... That is going to be the Donkey Kong DK universe moving forward. And they do have an interesting cast of characters already established with Diddy Kong, Trixie Kong, and of course, if you remember Kitty Kong from Donkey Kong Country 3, there's also Grandma Kong, uh, Funky Kong, so on and so forth. There's so many that... This looks really, really interesting and very promising. And uh, their source says an E3 announcement seems very likely. So I will definitely be keeping an ear to the ground for that one. Other interesting gaming news. Oregon Trail is getting a new release and is giving Native Americans better representation. There's an article on NPR.org that goes into it. Basically, they are taking away things that were stereotypically bad, such as the overuse of bows and arrows and speaking in broken English. There was also a tendency to want to make the Native Americans all have braided hair. They had a Native American expert on the panel and making the game so that they had outside insight and everything to make it more realistic and approachable and properly represent Native American peoples and cultures during that time period. So gone is the bow and arrow and any of the horrible stereotypes that were perpetuated with the original versions of the game. I look forward to playing the new release when it comes out. I don't know anything about any of that, but I'm looking forward to it. All right, let's get a move on to some of the Marvel news. And these rumors are unconfirmed, but there is a possibility. First off, good news. Ghost Rider is possibly rumored for a cameo appearance in Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness. This is coming from comicbookmovie.com. They've been trying to get Ghost Rider into the MCU in some way for a while now. So this should be interesting. They did take an approach with Gabriel Luna as Robbie Reyes on Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and doing Robbie's Ghost Rider storyline. I enjoyed that season. Season 4 is definitely a very interesting season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And 
there is a possibility of a new incarnation of Johnny Blaze for Multiverse of Madness. It makes sense as Doctor Strange is set to be going through multiple alternate timelines. So eventually landing on that could be very interesting. There is also the possibility that he was included in some of the concept art for the movie. So who knows? But uh, everything regarding Doctor Strange 2 is still being kept hush-hush. However, it's I think it's going to be a lot of fun. And we're getting a lot of good stuff going as well. We're going to see Benedict Cumberbatch again. We're going to see Benedict Wong. Rachel McAdams is coming back. Chitwell Ajiofor as uh, Mordo. And of course, we're getting some new additions as well. Elizabeth Olsen playing Wanda Maximoff. This, of course, is going to be tied in to WandaVision. And of course, a brand new newcomer, Zochi Gomez playing America Chavez. And I look forward to that as well. I am a fan of America Chavez. So I'm overall excited for the possibilities of Doctor Strange. Now, nothing has been confirmed, but the possibility is there. And uh, my personal opinion, I vote for finding some way to bring back Nicolas Cage. I thought he did an excellent job. So I'd love to see him at least make a cameo, if not being Johnny Blaze again. The other interesting possibility, Shang-Chi and the Internals may face an uphill battle in in getting released in China. This is coming from Variety.com, where they made a note that a recent China state, Chinese state media report has posted release dates, U.S. release dates, for upcoming MCU movies for Phase 4. However, they released only eight of the ten upcoming movies, conspicuously leaving out Eternals and Shang-Chi. This Seems like it might be a minor issue. However, it could be a problem. A lot of what is being faced where those films are concerned is mostly dealing with Chinese state media and propaganda. There is a movement of people saying that Shang-Chi is discriminatory against ideal Chinese appearance and that it is... um, a hodgepodge of cultures and is not really a true embracement of Chinese people. Plus, there is also the concern regarding uh, Shang-Chi's father, who is in the movie known as Wen Wu, or the Mandarin. However, originally in the comics, he was called Fu Manchu, and this, of course, being very rude and discriminatory against Chinese people. Some of the people commenting on social media saying that just changing the name doesn't get rid of the discrimination. However, Simu Liu, who plays Shang-Chi, says to all the people who are earnestly hoping we will fail, I have nothing to say to you, just wait and see. So that to me speaks of a lot of positivity in that direction where that film is concerned. As for the Eternals, this is more of a different take because nothing has come up regarding the content of the film. However, it does apparently seem to be that they have an issue with the director, Chloe Zhao, who recently won three Oscars for her film No Man Land. 
she was originally hailed and allotted very much so in China and, and respected. However, something has come up. I don't know exactly what, and her name has been removed from Chinese internet sites. So who knows what's going on with that, but it is an interesting possibility to see, and it does end up affecting box office numbers for those two films. So best of luck where those are concerned, and hopefully it doesn't mean too many problems for those two movies. All right, last but not least, a little DC news that is really, really interesting. And it's not so much news as much as it's an interview with Mario Robbie done by Den of Geek. And she wants Harley Quinn to be joined by Poison Ivy in the DCEU. And I am all for this because it would be the ultimate form of LGBT representation in superhero films because none of the Marvel films have really hit on that. Now, what do I mean by this? Anybody who knows anything about the Harley Quinn comics knows that she has a very good relationship with Poison Ivy. Now, that's just if you know on the surface. Get a little deeper and you know for a fact that Harley and Ivy have a romantic relationship. They are more than friends. Yes, the comics vary on how they approach it, but the best person for Harley in the whole of the DC universe is Poison Ivy. Joker, I am against the Harley Joker relationship because that was abusive. I did not like it the way it was handled in Suicide Squad. And I would love to see it change with bringing in Pamela Isley, known as Poison Ivy. So I am definitely all for this. And Margot says she wants to see the the romance, the relationship, the intimate relationship between the two characters be played on film, especially considering what we've seen in the HBO Max series of Harley Quinn, the animated TV series, which is still on my to-watch list. Ah, but I have seen some of the clips and snippets. And yes, I want... Harley to be happy and she is happy with Ivy. That's all I can say about that. But yeah, hopefully the higher ups at DC and Warner Brothers are listening and hopefully they will take that step forward and hopefully it will be a proper step forward and not using it and fetishizing it um, as a member of the LGBTQ community. This is definitely something I want to see happen. Who knows what's going to happen? I'm I'm looking forward to it. I like Ro uh, Margot Robbie and the way she's played the character so far. I'm excited to see The Suicide Squad when it drops sometime later this year. All right. I missed having a poll on last week's, about last week's episode. So for this week... How, what would you think about a Harley Poison Ivy relationship in the DCEU? I'm going to post this to my Twitter page at Hopelessly Nerdy and share it on my Instagram as well. Also handled Hopelessly Nerdy. Thank you so much for joining me and listening to the show. I know I don't really do too much. It is a short show and short episodes, but I do appreciate those of you that are listening. I hope you enjoy it. And again, check out the Twitter poll. Let me know what you think. I will read answers and replies on the next episode. 
If you have any questions, comments, anything you want me to cover on the show, you can hit me up at hopelesslynerdypod at gmail.com or, of course, send me a message on Twitter or Instagram at hopelesslynerdy. Thank you so much for checking out the show. I hope you have a wonderful time of day it is wherever you're at. I'll see you all next week.